Uh, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the 304th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ, and with me today is Will. Uh, welcome to another episode of Drive Check, a Vanguard podcast. Do people yeah, think- Car- Van- Car- Hold on, I gotta remember his intro. Today is Sunday, April, April 15th. Uh- you're listening. I'm listening. To... You're listening to another episode of. I thought he just said you're listening to Drive Check. Drive Check. I thought you're he said you're listening to Dear. Drive Check. I can't do a William Anderson. Can't do voice. a William Anderson voice either. Coffee. There we go. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Nailed it. All. Uh, Get a coffee from the mall. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a Will. Will's not here. Micah's here. Yeah, welcome to the carve. You've made this joke every time. Every, time you're every on single ISC. time. How else am I going to promote the Carve, a Monster Hunter podcast where you can bone up on hunting monsters that you can listen to every Thursday, starring myself and SBJ? If I don't do it at the beginning of every ISE episode that I'm on, uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> we have a special guest. I don't know if it's really that special. Wow, Kay's been Oof. on before though. A long, long time ago. So it is special. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Kay is here. Hey, everybody. What's up? Hello, Kay. Hey. We had the Midwest Gaming Classic this last weekend. Some would say the MGC. And we're going to talk about that. And and Kay, usually, I think you've come out to everyone but one. Yeah, I missed one. Which was last year? One of seven? Yeah. Last year was the one I missed. Have you been to seven... As Pokemon Podcast, have you been at seven MGCs now? Or is this the eighth? Or It's either the seventh or the eighth. I can't remember. Okay. It's a lot of them. We're, we're, we could talk a little about MGC. Uh, we had our PAX stuff last week. Yeah. Which we can talk about a little bit as well. Uh, we just finished Community Day. Community Day? Yep. So we're going to talk about that, and then there's Pokemon news. There happens to be a brand new Pokemon that no one's ever discovered before that was announced. Whoa. So we're going to talk about that. First time ever. Yeah, Which no, Pokemon? One's, no one's ever heard of it. Which Pokemon? I don't want to spoil it. All right. How, how dare we spoil it? Is it Shiny Mareep? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Before we begin, Kay, tell us a little about yourself. Who are you? When did when did you start playing Pokemon? Well, by the way, we're recording this locally. We're all in my office, which is a rare instance. Rare which is occurrence. Why, why Will isn't here? I'm looking them both in the eyes right now. <laughs> it's freaking me out a little bit. I'm sorry. Can I go home and record from my computer? No. Okay. All right. So I'm uh, KC Street um, at KC Street on Twitter, of course. Uh, self promotion right off the bat. Self promotion right yeah. there. Yeah. Do you have any Just podcasts you, know. you want to advertise? <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm. Uh, I don't do much of anything. Uh, started playing Pokemon when Red and Blue came out. So right there, I got Red Blue for Christmas, and I've been playing ever since. Watched the anime, never dropped off. Always played. Always played. Cool. Well, Kay's with us today. Uh, Kay went did community day with us. Did Midwest Gaming Classic with us. Did uh did not do packs. Uh, but figured we record here locally. Hopefully, you guys enjoy it. I uh, wanted to take. 10 seconds to apologize for last week's episode. We had some audio issues. I did my best to make it sound as good as possible. People in Slack were like, yeah, it sounds okay. So I guess there you go. They pay. <laughs> they, they, pay, pay. For, they pay for something. <laughs> so if they said it sounds okay, then it sounds okay. I totally understand if people skip it, though. Normally, live episodes just don't do well in podcast form. 
yeah. which is fine. And I've I've tried to make them sound better and better, but Pax's was the exception of sounding not as good just because of audio issues and whatnot. But in your defense, this was a rare occurrence where they happened to not have recording equipment. And you relied on the that recording equipment where you normally don't. But in this one instance, you thought, they always have it. I always bring all my gear with me. Yeah. I have to check a bag to do it. So they always record. They always have the ability to record, so I'm just going to forego it. And this was the one time, yeah. of course, that they don't <laughs> have recording equipment in the room that we're in. Right. They were like, it's in every other room but this one. But we always, I like, normal. so when, normally when I do live shows, or even when we do, like, local or normal episodes i record it like three times uh and that's the same thing for packs but we only had one recording and it didn't sound as amazing and usually that's not an issue because it's like okay we got two other recordings we can fall back to and yeah that didn't happen but that's okay uh, but let's kick kick off the episode i cannot talk today with some pokemon news first bit of news is there's a dark cry <laughs> event in pokemon go no, just for South Korea. Oh, oh dang. Uh, for the uh, 10th anniversary of the movie, Dark Cry event will be held in South Korea to commemorate the re-release of the 10th movie, Rise of Dark Cry, uh, which will be available for Korea on June 6, 2018. Players can pre-order a special movie package that includes a serial code for Dark Cry, who is a mythical Pokemon, in case you guys didn't know. The movie package can be purchased from the Pokemon online store which I had no clue that Korea had their own online store, so that's news to me, uh, from April 27th to May 27th. And you can check it out officially on the official Korean Pokemon website. Interesting. I don't know if there's anything special about the Darkrai. I know we have a couple listeners in South Korea, but I always like to bring up events in other regions just in case we eventually get that kind of stuff. It's the 10th anniversary of the 10th movie. That's kind of That's cool. Kind of neat. But where's our Darkrai? My question. We got it like two years ago. But it's the 10th anniversary of the 10th movie. The Arguably, speaking of anime, arguably the <laughs> worst season of the anime is being put into a box set. Uh, Pokemon Advanced Battle Complete oh, Collection. No. The complete DVD box set for Wait. the 8th English dubbed Pokemon season, Pokemon Advanced Battle will be released in North America on June 12th. Uh, the DVDs are in Region 1. Uh, it will contain six discs, and the list from Amazon says it is $54.97, and it is available to pre-order. All this news is off Bulba News, by, Bulba news, by the way. The season was released in North America across 10, 10 DVD volumes. I, I, I say that word wrong, I know. In 2006 and 2007 by Viz Media. Okay, can we just get some anime stuff out of the way? Yeah. yeah. This year at MGC, we set up a TV with the anime on it. I used the Blu-rays because, heck, if I'm going to pay the convention center for, sh- for internet, right? because it's going to be awfully expensive, and then even if I did pay for it, is it going to be good enough to stream Netflix or Hulu or brought a PS4? But you didn't use DVDs. No. <laughs> Gosh, no. I don't think there's a single DVD in my house anymore. <laughs> Brought a PS4, set up the Pokemon Blu-rays, and we put them on. And it was cool, because we didn't even get through the entire Indigo season in the, you know, 10, 10, 12 hours we were there right. when we were open. What did we get to use? Sabrina, maybe? Yeah, we got Sabrina. Stuff. So one, I think those Blu-rays do look really good. Yeah. They look great. And then two, 
There's like little to no filler in Indigo League. Mm. I mean, if it was filler, it wasn't bad filler, and it seemed to progress the plot. Yeah, like, it's hard to say. Like, what qualifies as filler in Pokemon? Or what qualifies as not filler in Pokemon? Is it just Ash doing gym battles and getting, like, important Pokemon? Or releasing Butterfree? Like, what? Mm, I would say, like, if Ash walks away with Pokemon, that doesn't seem like filler. Like, there's that whole Ghost Town episode. That, I would say, is, like, the first time I'm like, ah, this is kind of filler. All right. What about the what about the go- the ghost tower episode with the ghastly? Yeah. So you're taking both ghost instances or both fillers? I mean, well they get the they they bring the ghastly with them and then it leaves. Haunter. Or okay, haunter. So yeah. when I was a kid, again, I thought it took forever for Ash to get to like Brock and then to get to Misty and then get to Surge and then for some reason goes to Sabrina, I think after that. Yeah. Well, it didn't. It only took... It was the first season. Forever was the fourth movie, and that came out way after. <laughs> oh, okay. My my bad. <laughs> Celebi. Time travel. Oaks the kid, by Oh, the way. we got there. Spoiled. <laughs> it's full circle. They time traveled to Indigo League. I just thought, like, oh, man, it takes, like, 12 episodes for him to get to Brock. But he gets to Brock in, like, 30 episodes. Yeah, it's quick. It's very quick. And then... Starts off really quick. He, and then I was like, oh, here we go. Another 10 episodes to get to Misty, or Cerulean Jim. But yeah. he gets there in, like, Two. Yep. Yeah. I was like, maybe I misremembered because I'm watching the whole thing like during the convention. I was like, all right, this is it. This is when he's going to take like 12 episodes to get to Surge. He gets to Surge in like three episodes. Yeah. The whole like first set of gyms is very fast. Okay. So 10 hours and he gets to Sabrina. But like in anime talk, we're talking 10 hours for four gyms. That's pretty good. Yeah. And now I'm watching Sun and Moon. And I wish I could bring up something else because I don't. Rem- I re- I remember watching like forty episodes of Black and White, but I don't. I remember that being like, man, when are we going to get the next gym? But maybe I'm misremembering now. I'm questioning myself. But like in Sun and Moon, I'm at episode fifteen, I think. Okay. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't get to Olivia until like thirty. Huh. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's a lot. It, it takes a lot of episodes in Sun and Moon. To make any progress. Right. And there are definitely filler episodes in Sun and Moon. Like, I don't... Like, the pancake episode was fun, but I don't think it needed to happen. The whole, like, getting... The worst episode, ugh, is getting stuck in the mall with Sophocles for... Who, what? And at least, like... I haven't watched enough of the Sun and Moon anime, but that's a good story already. That's literally the whole story, is they get stuck in a mall together, and then they gotta get out. And then they do, and then they fight Team Rocket, and that's it. Then there's a baseball episode. Now, okay. I heard the baseball episode's good, though. It's really good. Let's do this, though. Let's, let's, play, let's play a game called Rose-Colored Glasses, where we take these same things that you're, you're talking about in reference to Sun and Moon, and we apply it to something from Indigo League. So, like, they took an entire two episodes to get out of Sabrina's dollhouse. That's bad. Yeah. That's filler. <laughs> yep. We had, like, a good solid one episode of Brock and Misty talking to Sabrina's mom as dolls and literally no movement. It's just, like, still frame animation. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't have filler. <laughs> I just remembered way more filler. And I'm actually surprised how... 
I thought there was the episodes were super spaced out in instance because like there are episodes that really stand out like the SSN episode, the episode where he meets the samurai in the forest. Yeah. The episode where uh, he meets AJ, which is the Sandshrew trainer. Yeah. The ghastly episode. But they're like, those are like banger of episodes, right? Because yeah. like, people remember them. But Here's they, the weird they are thing. like back to back to back to back. Here's the weird thing. I forgot about the samurai in the forest episode completely from when i was a kid until like a few years ago i went back and started watching indigo league again and i was like i don't remember this episode at all <laughs> i don't remember this dude what is this sa- this forest samurai but it's a good episode yeah it's very good i don't know why i didn't remember it when i was a kid maybe because i was like i don't know who this dude is <laughs> show me the show me the gym leaders <laughs> indigo league's pretty good but what i am saying is i do think sun and moon is good but these, like, going back to what we just talked about, advanced battle, those episodes are not. And maybe, I'm, maybe I'm misremembering. So I feel like. I don't want to be the guy that's like, only the first season of the anime is good. I fell off of the anime after Johto. And I thought Johto was good. I just got to. That was just a point in my life where I was like, I'm watching other stuff and not watching Pokemon anime anymore. Then I started to get back into it again recently. We watched a bunch of black and white together. And we watched some of, I watched some of the X and Y stuff or whatever. Uh, and then I've watched not all of Sun and Moon, but I've watched a bunch of Sun and Moon and I really like it. And I want to go back and watch everything. But as we said previously, it's impossible to like find one good source to just sit down and put episodes on, you know, autoplay or whatever. I don't remember because of that, anything advanced for the anime is, I have never seen any of it. I don't know anything about it. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's filler. I don't know. I know like some of the characters because people have talked about them, but that's the extent. Did you watch a lot of the like all the anime? Okay, not not too much. I watched uh, Gen One, Gen Two, and then like you said, Gen Three is where I dropped off. Yeah, just wasn't a good story. The animation wasn't too great. Didn't keep you hooked. I feel like I just got at that point. I was like, I feel like I'm seeing the same things over and over. (laughs) But I remember watching. At least 30 episodes of black and white. Because that's where, like, Pat Rat tries to give Pikachu a high five. Yeah, it's and... got the song. Yeah. <laughs> it's not always black and white. Your heart always knows, knows, heart always knows what's right, oh, there it is. Yeah. It's not the path we choose. It's the friends we lose. Yeah. Well, no, wait. wait. That's, no, not... no, no, no. <laughs> that's a really it's not sad the path turn. We choose. It's the friends we make. No. It's not always black and white. Black and white. Your heart always this. knows what's what, what's right. Right. Yeah. It's not whether we win or lose. It's not it's whether we win we lo- win or lose. It's the path we choose. Yeah, there you Nothing go. Nothing about friends. Oh. Nothing about That was going to back up my ash argument. <laughs> <laughs> There's we have a special anime podcast called The Lola Vacation, $5 a <laughs> month. I almost said a year. Uh, okay. It's Pokemon ba- Bank. Uh, five bucks a year. Five bucks a year. Get your Pokemon Bank. Next bit of news is the Ultra Kalos Classic Wi-Fi Tournament has been announced. Participants will receive 50 battle points. Participants will have to win or lose battles to receive battle points. Uh, you can register between April 19th to April 26th. The competition will run from April 27th to April 29th. Rankings will be announced in May. Uh, the age thing, of course. The competition will use single battle format where only Pokemon in the Kalos Pokedex may be used. 
Z crystals may not be used. Players may not use region variants. Um, Ash Greninja and mythical Pokemon cannot be used. Mewtwo, Xerneas, Yvatel, Zygarde cannot be used. Participants must use Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon to participate. Pokemon will be set to level 30. You have a timer of 10 minutes. You have 90 seconds to choose three Pokemon, 60 seconds to select an attack. Participants may battle 15 times a day for a total of 45 battles. Huh. No Z crystals? What's well, the Kalos? Oh, did I say Kanto? I was like, why? No, you said no, Kalos. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, it's the Kalos okay, Classic. Kalos Classic. Yeah, gotcha. So no Z crystals because you're doing it in Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Ultra I, Moon. Yeah. But Megastone. what about Megastones? Yeah, Megastone. Doesn't, does it say? It doesn't say no Megastones, so okay. that must be allowed. So, this will probably be over a day or two left, but the Kanto Worldwide Celebration Pokemon Go was announced. Niantic has announced a worldwide, worldwide celebration for Pokemon in the Kanto region. You can you cannot use Z crystals only. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Kanto Pokemon <laughs> will be frequently spawning on April 10th. Uh, they will despawn here on April 17th. In addition, certain Pokemon such as Aerodactyl and Snorlax will be fe- featured in raid battles worldwide. Uh, as players encounter and catch more Pokemon, all actions will be rewarded with double candy. Candy. Uh, I don't know why I said that funny. There will also be special boxes containing raid passage, which will give players the opportunity to challenge powerful Kanto Pokemon. Celebration ends on April 17th. This also overlapped with Community Day. Yeah. Which we'll talk about in a second, but we're, I'm going to put that whole thing on hold, and we're just going to get through news here real quick, because this will coincide with Community Day, which we'll talk about after the break. Some other news. Speaking of movie 10, which we mentioned earlier, which was the Dark Cry, Dark Cry movie, there's a movie collection being announced for the UK. This will include The Rise of Dark Cry, Giratina and the Sky Warrior, Arceus and the Jewel of Life, and Zorark, The Masters of Illusion, which is a very bad movie. Manga, 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 Ma- manga Entertainment UK has announced a movie collection called Pokemon Movie Collection. <laughs> <laughs> 10 through 13 diamond and pearl which will be in dvd format why i don't <laughs> who is making these decisions it, it will be it will be included uh the include movies i just listed it's available for pre-order it will contain english only audio and those are the uh those are the three movies or four movies i'm sorry Di- diamond and pearl give me your favorite micah what's your favorite out of the four not the Zorark one, because I don't like Zorark, but the whichever one we've talked about that we were like, oh, this is pretty decent. The one with the tower, and there's like a girl, she sings to something. I don't remember. That sounds like Darkrai. That might be the one. Shaman is really easy to remember, because Shaman's a huge jerk, and treats, oh, yeah, that's treats right. Ash like garbage, yep. which is actually, on paper, sounds amazing, but Shaman's kind of annoying to the, the viewer as well. Like the voice acting? Mm-hmm. It really takes the wind out of my sails. Is that a good term? A good phrase to use? Yeah. When there's bad dubbed voice acting, when it's too over the top, that's what gets me. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can honestly say, uh, I think I've only seen two of them. Maybe Giratina. I'm gonna have to go with because I do remember Shaman being a jerk. Mm-hmm. And then I think I've seen the Zorark movie. I really can't remember any of these very well. Arceus and the Jewel Life is the best movie here. Hands down. I've never seen it. It's real good. W- give me give me a, an elevator pitch. 
Is that with the Reggie's in it? No, 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 no. no. That's uh, that's the Lucario movie. Oh, I'm out. It is. Yeah, Lucario and the Mystery of Mew has Gross. the Reggie's in it. I think the Reggie's are in another movie, uh, but they're not in Arceus. They're I, f- I don't remember the bad guy in the Arceus movie, but it doesn't matter too much. Uh, the pitch is Arceus is upset, and he does his judgment a lot of times. And then the uh, bad guy gets crushed by some rocks at the end. That's not bad. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. <laughs> pretty good story. Uh, Ash does little to nothing to help. To help the guy get cr- not get crushed? No, just like, there, in general. Oh, just in like, general. It's one of the movies where it doesn't focus on Ash too much. Mm. Pretty good, though. Palkia, that, uh, Palkia and Dialga are in it. You like those guys, right? Yeah. that's I I don't remember which one I saw. I watched it when, it was, when Twitch was doing the Twitch watches Pokemon or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, "This is okay. It's not bad." It's and then, cool. Ke- and then they did the Keldeo movie, and I went, "This is terrible." Yeah, this is the worst. Swords of Justice. <laughs> Swords of Justice. The Musketeers. The legendary do- do- deer. The legendary dogs. Legendary deers. <sighs> cats. Speaking of cats, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the twenty-first Pokemon movie has shown a trailer. Uh, and there was exactly one second of a new Pokemon. Oh, I see where that went. <laughs> like, what do cats have to do with this? I still do not know how to say this name. Hit me with your best. It's very close to Zorua. I feel like Zorora. Because right. I would assume the second part is Aura. Except it's not spelled like Aura, because Aura is not A-O-R-A. Okay, what do you got? Hit me with your... Zero Aura? Zero Aura? Zero Aura? Now I'm like second guessing the placement of letters. Zera Aura. Zera Aura. Yeah, I I will agree with you on that. Like Zera. Zero. Yeah, like Xerox. Oh, there was no Z. There was no Pokemon. I got the press release here. Zera Aura. I think you're right, Kay. I'm gonna go with Zera Aura. Zera Aura. Sounds right. April 9th, 2018, the Pokemon Company International and Nintendo announced today a new mythical Pokemon has been discovered in the world of Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Zira Aura, the Thunderclap Pokemon. Zira Aura, that's why I'm going to say it, because I think the other way is too close to Zerua. What if it's Zerara? That's like Aura. Zerara. Zerara is like, an electric. Because it's a cat. Like, rah-rah. Oh, I see. Zerara. Zerara is an electric-type Pokemon that gathers electric energy from outside sources, emitting strong electrical currents from the pads on its hands. What? Pause. <laughs> <laughs> and feet. Who wrote this? <laughs> to create powerful magnetic fields. Zorara uses magnetic fields to levitate and move through the air with extreme speed. It is considered the Thunderclap Pokemon. It is 411 in American height. Uh, it weighs 98.1 American pounds, and it is an electric type. <laughs> the mythical Pokemon is said to be so fast that its maximum speed is the same of that of lightning strikes. When lightning strikes. But is it the lightning strike Pokemon or the thunderclap Pokemon? It's the thunderclap Pokemon. So is it faster? Because lightning tr- travels faster than thunder, right? There's the other way around. Am I killing you? Here? Yeah, I'm dying. <laughs> when using massive amounts of electric energy for a powerful attack, Zeraora fur stands on end all over its body. Uh, Zeraora is only available in Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, and cannot be encountered in regular gameplay. 
launched on no- in November of 2017, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are the least selling titles to the core Pokemon. Oh, wait, no. The it- latest. Oh, my God. I was <laughs> going to say, what? <laughs> the latest titles in the core Pokemon video game series <laughs> exclusively on the Nintendo 3DS family of systems. Check out the uh, check out Zera Aura Speed in this new trailer. For more information, please visit Pokemon.com slash Ultra Sun Moon. So it knows extreme speed, right? Because it says extreme speed in the I'm, thing. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I've been calling this since day... W- okay, all right. No, we've known about this since yes. November. Yes. It was in the, the leaks. One day, Pokemon Company will surprise us. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that day will be whenever Switch games come. <laughs> mm. I don't understand how they just not put it like you have to connect to the internet to get this. Yeah. Every single mythical Pokemon that they have distributed, don't come at me with the Celebi and Virtual Console, but every single mythical Pokemon <laughs> you've had to connect through like Mystery Gift or get a code at GameStop. Or go to a Toys R Us and connect to someone else's Game Boy to get your Mew. Again, that too You're old right. doesn't matter. Okay, fair. But you have to connect in some instance to the internet. Yeah. Why can't they just force an update and patch it in? Why did they ship it with the... Wh- why? I think probably because it's part of the, like, Rora. That was a bad joke. It's part of, like, the, the mystical nature of you're playing Pokemon and you have to, like, get this thing. They're... <gasps> Clearly still clinging to that, you know, you say it doesn't count because it's old, but, like, that set the precedent. Like, you go and connect to a thing, you have interaction with representatives or the, the Pokemon company or whatever. That, I'm to not get complaining gift, about that. To get your mis- your mythical Pokemon gift, like, they're still doing that. We live in an age now where it could be way easier. They're just not doing that because you're still, we're, we're still experiencing the same thing. We're experiencing the old mystery gift style. It's not a mystery when you know six months ago. (laughs) It's true. It's like, I don't even know what to say. Like, we've known about it. It's just what it is. We know its moves. We know its stats. We know its height. We know that it's the Thunderclap Pokemon. We've known all this since November. Mm. So the only other thing they can tell us at this point is the release date, which has to be when the movie comes out. Right. Since we know it's in the movie? At least they're giving it to you via the internet and not a card that you have to get when you go to the movie. Yeah, but that card was available to everyone. The Pikachu thing? Right, yeah, it was. It was a universal QR code? Yeah. Movie theater employees were also just handing those out to whoever. Or uh, as we witnessed, a dad just went up to the counter and took a handful and walked out. Yep. Because he was a real piece of work. Are you excited for Zerara, okay? Oh, yeah. I think so. Think I just so? wish um, it would be more of like an in-game event. I miss than, the ga- in-game events. You know, like like the Pikachu. Why don't they do something like that? Yeah. What the I heck? Mean, you, they give you the card for it. Right. And just unlocks something in the game. It doesn't really do much, but you still have to go somewhere for it rather than stand at the Pokemon Center and just been given it. Talk to the dude. Yeah. Hey, I got my striped shirt. Here's your Pokemon. Bye. Well, maybe one day. 
Maybe one day. I mean, you look at like, I know Pokemon, some people love Pokemon Go, some people hate Pokemon Go, but I think the Mew thing is very memorable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We don't, we've never had that for, I'm thinking of the last couple, like Mythical, you didn't have that for Magearna, didn't have that for Deance, didn't have that for Volcanion, Volcanion. Victini Vol- had one kind of though, didn't it? Yeah. That, you had to okay, like go right, to the lighthouse. Yeah, it did, it Union did. Pier. Yeah. That was actually kind of cool. Right. I scratched, scratched the Victini off the list, but Deance, <laughs> Magearna, Volcanion. It's just a code or it's you connect to the internet and get it. Yeah. All right, we're done here. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more news about this. I don't. Besides, it's just the date, right? Like that's all that they can tell us at this point. It's just a date and how to get it. Right. The only thing left. Yeah. The movie I think comes out in Japan in like June, June or July, and then we usually get that stuff in like October, September, October, November. Uh, so we'll find out more. Uh, but we're gonna take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk uh, a little bit about MGC, a little bit about packs, and uh, about Community Day, all in one. We'll be right back. You gotta think outside of the box, dude. Yeah. And outside of the bun. Think outside the bun. Think outside the bun. I mean, that's a pretty good saying. Yeah. 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 Think outside the bun. 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 Isn't that the Taco Bell thing? And we are back from our break. What do you want to talk about first? Liz, you just want to talk about PAX real quick? Sure. Kay wasn't there, but... Uh... You can talk about it if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, uh, you know, pretty cool. You had a good time? Yeah, I had a great time. Good. I was there in spirit. All right. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> uh, so PAX was fun. Yeah. We've, that that's was it. it. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Good talk, guys. Good talk. Uh, we they gave us a bigger room than last year at East. It's always weird because all the packs treat treat you a little differently and give you different rooms based on past performances. But they gave us room a, than South. That's for sure. E, well, no, we had a four hundred person room for South. Did we? Yeah, we just didn't fill it. We had two fifty. I think was our count. Uh three. They gave us a three hundred person room last year at East. Yeah, we filled it, and then the the packs enforcers. Tell, told us we they turned away about 50 people, which is like, oh, that sucks, but also that's kind of cool that there was that many people that wanted to see us. Yeah. Uh, this year, uh, they gave us a room of 400 people, and uh, our final count was 398, and from my understanding is they did turn away people, which is understandable, because if the room's full, the room's full. Right. But they let 398 people in, so I don't yeah. know who... Why they didn't let two more in unless they just didn't see that there were two couple seats up front. Which packs was it that was broadcasted? Your your thing was broadcasted that was on Twitch. West. Okay. And that was, they gave me a 600 person room, but it was also like Monday morning, which is yeah. the last day of packs where most people leave because yeah. Monday is their travel day. Correct. Most people work on Tuesday. Is it? St- they don't do that anymore, though, right? They don't, no, do they, West, they don't West do Mondays? is Friday through Monday because wow. West is always Labor Day weekend. Ah, uh, Saturday is always the best like panel day. I was thinking. Quick aside, I was thinking about that the other day because I was thinking about how excited people were when you were on the front page of Twitch for your marathon for the first time. But that wasn't the first time you were on the front page of Twitch. Was that I was, really on the front page? That was for when. That? 
you were yeah because i t- i have a screenshot that i found when i was going through old old files of the front page of twitch and you're standing at the podium oh man doing doing a steve face sounds like me pretty good well those, those are different panels too i did like uh what i thought of what was sun and moon yeah um because we didn't even know what lichen rock was at that point i did like some history on rock roof and was like oh it looks like it, this will probably evolve into a werewolf based on the breed of dog and yeah traditions and stuff it's like the one thing i got right but this we did a continuation of what we did at south which was people come up they voted for what pokemon they wanted they gave a reason and i would say the crowd was a lot rowdier yeah than the pack south crowd rowdy is a good word which is both good and bad like the good is there were there were uh, there was a lot of chatting, a lot of like yeah or booze, yeah, um, which is good. But they were also conversing a lot with each other and laughing and shouting and being angry. So that's good because that just means they were invested in the panel, right? Uh, but what was bad? The bad thing about all that is just like people get very nervous when they're up there, and it's like very hard to like quiet down the whole room and then have that person speak, and then it's kind of hard to hear if people aren't being quiet. Yeah. Um, it's like a good issue to have, I suppose, because it's better than your whole audience just being dead and then like midway just getting up and leaving because they're bored. Right. Um, so it's like it's a good problem to have, but it's still a problem. I agree with that. But it's whatever. It was a good show. It was a good panel, I think. Yeah. It was a good time. I feel like those are consistently good, interactive, fun not talks, but panels. I get. I don't know. Right. I don't know why yeah. I stumbled on that. It's hard to like do a news panel or to do like a specific because it's so. It's like not. It. It's. It's not general, but it. It. It can appeal to everyone because yeah. you're not specifically talking about go or the games or battling or collecting or shine. Like it's so general. Yeah. Um. We had Purple Cliff, who is a Twitch streamer, and we had Data Dave, another Twitch streamer, up there with Micah, Will, and myself. Uh. And it was cool because like Cliff had specific reasons he liked pokemon because he plays the teach cg a lot right and then dave is a big shiny hunter so he had specific reasons he liked pokemon and then of course you did and will hated everything as he does yeah and then uh i did so it was it was overall a good uh good show i think yeah it was interesting because i, I at first i was like oh the a lot of these decisions that are being made are uh because of x card or because of x shiny but it added variety to all of the reasons, or to all of the the picks. Right. I don't think ever really comes into play. <laughs> well, Otherwise, like, at, at South, somebody picked Psyduck because of the anime. Like that was their that was their reasoning. Right. And it was good. So it was like well, I'm picking this one because of a TCG card, or I'm picking this one because of the shiny, or I'm picking this one because like Garchomp is an easy one because it's really good in the video game for competitive. Right. So it's cool that the list is just not like. These are our ranking of Pokemon based off their anime appearances. See, now we need an anime expert on the next panel. We got the TCG. We got the I'm shiny. Right here. We got the anime. I'm clearly <laughs> the most invested in the anime. But how much do you know about battle, uh, advanced battles? Yeah. What's the first Pokemon Ash catches in advanced battle? Do you know the answer to this? I do not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably like a Saviper. N- no. <laughs> I can confirm, no. Cladle. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I know it's not that. <laughs> I know it's not Surviper. <laughs> Midwest Gaming Classic. Yeah. 
This is like the seventh or eighth year we've done the show. Before Kay. we start this, okay, we did a, a Latios raid at PAX East. Uh-huh. We, we tried to do it the first time around when we were on the shuttle, and we were passing it. And then the shuttle took us outside of the range, and we couldn't finish it. And then as soon as we got in, we tried it again, and you got it. You got your Latios. Yeah. I did not. No, I couldn't get into the raid. No Boston Latios for you. No. Strike one. Did you get a Latios since then? Let's keep going. Okay. Uh, so uh, Midwest Gaming Classic. Yep. There was a Latios raid. <laughs> <laughs> Kay and I tried to do a Latios raid, uh-huh. which was in the middle of the day, and we thought, it's Midwest Gaming Classic. There will be a bunch of people here. Probably do some raids, right? Yeah. We luckily had six people, which we didn't think we'd have. Right. Because it was No, you thought you were going to have outside. a bunch of people because well, yeah, we it was we were like, have like 18 right. people. But. Initially, and then we got outside and it was freezing rain and we said, nobody's going to show up for this. <laughs> the location also seemed like it would have indoors and the doors were locked. So we stood out in the freezing rain. Yes. On the uh, street corner. With a couple other people. Latios raid number two. You got it, right? I got it. I did not. Strike two. Okay. <laughs> Six people. I'm Took apparently it down pretty fast. Yeah. It went pretty quick, surprisingly. I'm apparently a Latios charm for everybody else. Yeah. Just not myself. Perfect. That's all I need in my life. <laughs> charm me up. <laughs> uh, so Midwest Gaming Classic is the first the why this is a little bit relevant, why we're gonna spend a couple minutes on it, is because it's the first time they were in a new venue. They were at the Wisconsin Center, which is downtown Milwaukee, before they were out in Brookfield, Wisconsin, uh, which is maybe 20, 25 minutes away, different location. And they were at a hotel, and then as the hotel started to grow, like, we were at the hotel, you know, seven, eight years ago, and they grew enough to the point where they got a huge ex- exhibition tent. I don't know yeah. if there's any other word for that. It's just a giant it's tent. It's a big right. tent. Yeah. And then they attached the tent to the back of the hotel, and then they at one point moved the vendor hall from a ballroom to the tent so they could use the ballroom for other stuff. And then the next year, they got an even bigger tent. Yep. Uh, and then the next year, they couldn't get a bigger tent because... That was it? That was the, the biggest par- the, tent you could get. The parking get. lot Nowhere was very limited, it. yeah. But for those years of the tent, they were like... We might have to change venues, but the trouble was they couldn't find a venue that they felt comfortable with. Yeah. And then they decided on the Wisconsin Center, which is an actual convention center, mm-hmm. uh, downtown Milwaukee, uh, which is where Gen Con used to be before yeah. Gen Con moved. I don't know when Gen Con moved out. You might know, Micah. Uh, like a decade ago, right? Yeah, it was a while ago. Uh, it was, I want to say, maybe 2008. 2007 somewhere okay. in there it was like late to like mid to late 2000s they moved i said this to um a couple of staff people and they laughed but they like agreed like it's not like midwest gaming classic didn't feel like a con but it felt more like a real con this year because it was actually in a convention center and yeah. not a hotel so that was like cool to see it was cool to see like no tent to tent to bigger tent to new location which is actually a convention center uh, I talked to a couple people too, just random people when I was outside or whatever. Some people felt the same way that it feels like a real con now, and some people felt like while it feels like a real con, they feel like it's start- starting to kind of lose that like homegrown charm of like when it was in the hotel, it was kind of 
kind of like a gamer basement, like dingy Midwest, like wood paneling, whatever. Like it's starting to lose that a little bit because yeah. it's in an actual convention center and it's got, you know, it's, it's way more developed, way more. It feels more professional, even though maybe, you know, it's about the same. It just feels that way because of where it is. Mm-hmm. I think I can see why people feel that way after being there yesterday. Yeah. But it's still, I think, the, a needed move. I don't yeah. think. I think it, it got to the point last year where it was so hard to navigate the convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're navigating through hotel hallways, like it was not not a fun time. I know, like people have like pros, like ups and downs for Midwest Gaming Classic. Like I, I think an easy complaint is it's like the same vendors every year, uh, which I think like I've I've definitely felt that with C two E two, which K you went to C two D two last week yes. while we were at Boston, but like real quick, like vendor situation at both C two E two and Midwest Gaming Classic, like. Um, the C2E2 this year, there were a lot more comics than there were the previous couple of years, which is kind of going back to their homage, being a comic uh, expo. But um, over the last couple of years, they had more video games, more uh, figurine, fig- uh, more art. Pop figures. Pop figures. <laughs> we'll go with that, yeah. Can't and, be a uh, nerd con without pop figures. Yeah. And this year, they kind of dialed that back a little bit, started going back to more comics. More, there were certainly more vendors than there were the previous couple of years. Just, it's a big comic convention. And that's what they went back to. Yeah, that's cool. And then for vendors this year, did you feel like there were new ones or like cool ones to check out, or did you feel it was like ultimately the same for MGC? Like for MGC vendors, like yeah. in, from the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was mostly the same. I, you know, some were a little different. Their boots were definitely more spread out, so they had more room to display their products and whatever they had. Um, it seemed mostly the same as previous years. I think the difference between like MGC as far as vendor go, vendors go and maybe like Gen Con, the main difference is there's always new stuff coming out in board games. Yeah. There's always new stuff coming out in tabletop gaming. Right. The things that those vendors have are n- new every year. For the most part, like there's always new things that they're carrying. Whatever games came out in the last year and whatever. Unless your Tuesday night games. Unless, <laughs> wow, <laughs> the roast. Ooh, <laughs> shout out to the friends at, at Tuesday, Tuesday night, night games. games. Uh, we seem to be the only booth at Gen Con that <laughs> never has new games. <laughs> <laughs> but something like MGC, the things that you're selling are just the same things. Like the, it's it's all retro games, and there aren't new retro games coming out yeah (laughs) right it's it's all the same this limited edition version or this you know uh collector's edition or this game in the box with the manual i mean one vendor was selling the gold taco bell ps4 that's true that is new that that was new i didn't see that last year that was pretty sweet (laughs) one vendor was selling pokemon box which I don't think I've ever saw a vendor sell before. I have seen that at MGC okay. before. Yeah. $300. That's the, that's the the market. Ooh. Well, the, clearly not the market. No one bought it. No. Yeah, I mean like that's the that's the price for it though. Maybe someone bought it Sunday. That's true. It's yeah. It's in the ballpark like 2 to $300. It's cuz it was so limited. It's just like But you have a copy. I do. Have you 
Can we stream it one time? You, I want to know. There's literally nothing copy? to do. It's literally Pokemon Bank. But I want to put Pokemon in it and then you take them out. You just put Pokemon in it on a memory card on a new GameCube and then you take them out and that's it. That sounds like $300 worth of something to me. <laughs> it's the thrill. There are... Uh, I need to know what like, a $300 I can't remember. GameCube game feels and looks like. <laughs> that's it. There are... I can't remember the specifics of this mechanic, but there is something with Pokemon Box where if you box like 10... Ten po every ten Pokemon or something like that that you box, you get an egg, uh, and that egg is one of like the the Johto babies, and that's pretty much it. But they have oh. a chance to have a move that I think is special for that, but it's nothing okay exciting. That's pretty much it, though. Hmm. It's Pokemon Bank. That's exciting. You don't know what's coming. Can they be though. shiny? Like I probably don't know. like full I'm not odds. Sure. Probably like one in eight thousand. I'm assuming. Probably. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. 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 I did read on the back of the box that it says that you can play your you can play fire red, leaf green, emerald dot ruby sapphire on your TV using Pokemon Bank. Pokemon Box. Pokemon, Pokemon box, box, sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This was like prior to I guess this had to have been prior to the Game Boy player, right? Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Like I'm assuming sense. your DS, your DS, I'm, your Game Boy Advance would have to be hooked up to your GameCube. Yeah, because it comes with that one probably didn't, but the, it originally came with a Game Boy to Game Boy Advance to GameCube cable. Cable. Okay. Which existed prior to that, like they existed for things like Four Swords, Zelda so Four Swords. That and, would have acted as a video, or not a video cable, but a data cable in a way, or. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so for like to put it on the Zelda TV. Four Swords, you could use it as a controller, right? Uh, there were other things too, like I think Pac -Man. Um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles used it. Yep, Pac Man, Pac -Man. used it. Yeah. yeah, so it does do data very, transfer. A very robust list some, of three yeah. games. <laughs> <laughs> All those games that take advantage of that. I'm sure there's more, but those are like the notable ones, right? Oh, what I was going to say though, cons is you know maybe same vendors, but understandably that you're switching venues you might be like i don't know if this is going to be a hit because we switch venues but i will say the pro is unlike packs unlike c2e2 i feel like there are things to do our room the the pokemon podcast room is specifically designed for a thing to do you could come in you could sit down there are actually chairs in our room you could watch the anime you could play pokemon snap you could play poke in tournament you could play pokemon stadium pokemon stadium 2 We've had Puzzle League in the past, Pokey Park in the past. So you can come in, play these games. And you had uh, Pokemon Gold on a GameCube. And yeah, shout out to uh, the person who caught a Zubat and named it Tortellini. That was sweet. That was, that was sweet. Very good. But unlike PAX or C2E2, like, there are things to do. Like I could walk into the room across the hall or down the hall and play games. Yeah. And then Midwest Gaming Classic has this huge, they call it the museum but they break in a bunch of popular games in in generation in in like years of like this game came out between 1980 and 1982 and like here are all the games from 1980 to 1982 and you could sit down and you could play them and then like move to the next aisle which is 1982 to 1985 and then you play I don't know why I'm picking these years <laughs> they probably had an actual reason for the years they picked yeah and then they had probably like 300 pinball ma pinball machines that you can just play without dumping any money into you just walk up you play them yeah and that's been around previous years 
Yeah, and they've always had that, and I think that's a huge draw. And unlike C2E2 or even PAX, like with PAX, we watched, we walked the convention hall. You and I did, Micah, multiple times. We didn't play anything, really. Right. We bought a couple. Of, well, I bought like one thing. You bought a couple more things. But then it was like, all right, well, panels and walk the hall. There may, there's probably something to do that we just didn't know, but yeah, I mean, you can always stand in line and play games, but but with I'm MGC because there's so much, yeah, like every room has something to do, right? Like there was a room with DDR machines, and yeah. like there was like no line to just play DDR and cost you no money or, um, right. There's also indie games like that have their rooms specifically. It's you know collectives of of indie game developers that are local that will get their games in one room and you can just walk through and try a bunch of new games that are made by, you know, local people or people who are like generally kind of local. Yeah. Which is cool too. But it felt like attendance was pretty reasonably high. At least the day we were this, there. Yeah. yeah. Cause there was a snowstorm that hit today. Right. It also, I'd be, I would be surprised though if it wasn't just as good or if not better today, because today's the cheaper day. As far as tickets go. Yeah. Well, it's family day. Yeah. On Sundays. Which is um, a bummer because, like, that usually does well for a Pokemon room. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. I think probably that location, too. Like, having it downtown Milwaukee probably helps a little bit. Like, there are people that probably never really went because it's way out in Brookfield that they're like, I'm not going to that. And now it's, you know, very centralized Milwaukee that can kind of just. Except for parking. Yeah, the parking is terrible. Because I've had to pay $20 a day to park and at the hotel, the hotel was also near mall, so you benefited from hotel parking, which is free, and then if that overflowed, you just parked in the mall parking, which... And then walk a half a mile. Right. <laughs> well, not Which that was also fun. free, though. <laughs> was, yeah. Not every con will give you a free half mile to walk. That's true. Yeah. Or they will. <laughs> uh, but it was a good show, I thought. Thank you to everyone who came by and said hi and said you listened to the show or bought stickers or art or whatever we had. Yeah. The last event was Pokemon Go Community Day. The fourth Community Day, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Pikachu, Dratini. The fourth month. Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. Mareep. Mareep. Okay, I think this was your first real Community Day, right? First time I ever went out and played. And how, day. how how was it? Was it stress? Did Micah and I stress you out? <laughs> no, not so much. We have a method. I mean, you guys kept moving, and I understand you got to keep moving if you want them to spawn. Yeah, our method get, is get everything in there. Let me break this down for anybody that might not know what our what mine and Steve's method for community day is. We show up, we start right away. We get mad about how many shinies we're getting or not getting within the first like. 45 minutes and then we just keep moving and separate as we need to and move around and then at the end of it we meet up and we're either salty or not salty based on how many shinies we got <laughs> i don't think any of us have left salty because like usually the goal is three yeah and as long as you get three i think most people are fine yeah becky left a little bit salty today she, she only got two, two. so right. i walked away with nine you walked away with nine. I walked away with nine. Which you were very salty because you had one for like an hour. An hour and a half, I had one shiny, which was way different than previous community days. Well, you like know, I you usually had, had. You had bad luck, but... But my chances were 
The were, odds were the good. Odds the were good. Luck was bad. My chances were bad. Yeah, that makes you, uh, obvious shiny hunting. Yeah, luck. Okay, uh, how many did you walk away with? I walked away with five. Five? I thought five. it was four. Dang. I thought it was four too, and then I found a mystery one. <laughs> a mystery one, which is impossible because <laughs> they're shiny. It just snuck yeah. in. <laughs> I thought you I found a four. Pokemon you mystery it? box, and you opened I it up. Have. Oh, it, did it, you have the Go Plus? Did that maybe catch it? You know, I wasn't using the Go Plus very much. Oh, okay, okay. Mm. But it could have hatched, you know. Could have just been a, one of those glitch hatches where you don't see what came out. Yeah, of yeah, because like it, it, right. if you're in something, it boots you out or boots the hatch away. Those were 10K eggs, right? Yeah, Mareep okay. can come out of 10K. Could have been. As soon as the uh, community day ended, I was like, oh, I got this 10K egg. Hatched into a Mareep. <laughs> Was it a 10K that you got while you were there, or was it a 10K you got? It was a 10K I got while that. there. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I got any eggs the entire time I was there. Uh, there was like almost an hour and a half I didn't get any eggs, and then the last hour I got about four eggs, which is weird, because like... Yeah. They they weren't dropping that much. They really yeah. weren't, and it was supposed to be... That was one of the the like pieces of the event, right? Shiny odds are always weird, right? Because people think that at least for community days they're a one in 23 for shinies yeah take that with a grain of salt i caught i think 195 i tweeted about this i think i caught 190 or i at least saw 195 mareep uh-huh and i walked away with nine so that seems to be one in 20 yeah that being said shiny odds are weird like in sun and ultra sun ultra moon it's one in one it's one in 273 for SOS with the shiny charm. I've gone a thousand and not have a shiny show up, yeah. which is triple over odds. So you could technically see a hundred Mareep and not get a shiny. That is possible. Yeah. Just like it's possible to flip a coin ten times and get all tails. Very unlikely, but possible. But possible. Good so, odds, bad chances. <laughs> so it is completely possible to see 200 Mareep and not find a single shiny one. It's also possible to see 200 Mareep and get like 30 of them. Yeah. So just because something worked last time doesn't mean it's going to work this time because those instances do not affect each other. Absolutely. Just because you got tails last time doesn't mean you're more likely to get heads the next time. Right. So putting all that aside, I do want to say because people have commented that Micah and I walk away with a lot of shinies. We are specifically in an area with only four. We've gone to the same area every time. Yep. This area has four stops, two gyms. Two of the stops are pretty much right next to each other. Yeah. And it does take about five minutes to walk from one end of the... It's a mall. One end of the mall to the other end of the mall. And the mall is shaped like a T. And we do very well. I think I think walking away with nine with only four stops and two gyms is really good because yep. I would assume that most people would go to a place that has as many stops as possible. But I think the the trick we've learned is just keep moving, keep moving, keep your incense on. And I really don't think the stops matter as much because like specifically one end of the mall, there's a stop, but I always walk way past the stop and it just spawns a bunch of Mareeps. Yep. Um, or Dratini's or Pikachu or whatever we hunted before. Yeah, I think we're getting our location down to a science at this point after four of these now. Yeah. Where we have like a specific figure eight path that seems to 
maximize your spawning locations, I guess. And I think catching them helps too. Yeah. Because near the end, I stopped catching because I was running out of balls. Mm-hmm. And then when I cycled back through, I was getting the same ones. Yep. Whereas where if I was when I was catching them earlier and I cycled back through, it was generating new ones. Yep. Um, so I'm, it, not, I'm not saying like an area with a bunch of stops doesn't help because obviously it gives you more balls. It generates more Pokemon. But I think where we have gone has worked really well every time. It's definitely a situation of there are only a certain amount of Pokemon that they're going to spawn on screen for you, right? Like, there's going to be a max at some point. And if you are continuously tapping to see if they're shiny and then running away and they stay there, they're not going to despawn until they hit their despawn timer. So you could walk to the other end of the mall and come back and they'll all still be there. Not only does that confuse you because you don't know which ones you looked at or which ones are new, but it's also not decreasing the amount of things that are active in your game at that time to give the opportunity for new things to spawn. Yeah. So just catch them. Like, get the candy. They're, they've been doing this thing for the last couple now where the last few, I think, the only one they didn't do it for was Pikachu, but you get a special move if you evolve within the community to timer. So just evolve a bunch of them like get all the candy evolve a bunch of them today was specifically <laughs> even better because you get double candy for anything so yeah well, what i was doing this time is i was just razzing everything like just regular razz yeah because then i didn't waste balls and i just caught it the first try almost every time see i like stocked up on great balls and then just used great balls if it wasn't shiny <laughs> no i mean so I, that used... I could just avoid not hit like minimize the amount of time it takes for me to right. catch. Right, i think that's why people like don't catch is because they're like well this takes a long time and marie keeps or pikachu or bulbasaur they keep jumping out marie i would say is as hard to catch i don't have the stats in front of me as like a bulbasaur or as like a pikachu right but i would just use either great or ultra depending it's real easy with cp like if it was over 400 i'd use an ultra if it was you know, 200, I'd use a grade. If it was less than 100, I'd use a Pokeball. Yeah. But I would either Pinap or Raz, depending on how I felt about the catch rate. Curve, great throw, catch, one ball, and then that was fine. You got the candy. You get the experience, which I want. Yeah. Get the Stardust, which I want. Yeah. And it really doesn't take that much longer than running away and then all of a sudden coming back and going like, did I click on these four? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a waste of time too right and if you just catch them then the game is smart enough to go like there's no pokemon here here's more Mareep for you yeah did you catch pretty much everything that you saw yeah i caught everything yeah what did you do you how many Mareep candy did you end up with like 1200 <laughs> <laughs> the double candy really like it's crazy made this event more, I, I don't know, not like more exciting, but more enjoyable, more satisfying, I guess. Yeah, I had fun this event. Yeah. I will say, I feel like, at least initially, it felt like Mary spawns were re not as intense as other Community Day events have been mm. for at least a period of time. We There was a good period of time where we were having trouble finding Mary. Well, here's, here's my question, because I do agree with you. But you remember the first community day? Where it was Pikachu. It was literally nothing but Pikachu. Yes. And then they changed that with Dratini. Mm hmm And then the, Dratini and Bulbasaur, they, I feel like there were more Pokemon for Bulbasaur, too. And there were even more Pokemon for Mareep. 
which I bet has to do with the Kanto stuff. That's what I said previous prior, yeah. like earlier today. I was like, this has to be because of increased Kanto spawns. But do you, would you rather have like Dratini, Bulbasaur, Mareep, or would you rather just have it be Pikachu? Because I, I'll tell you what I like. But wait, what do you mean? Like, like if it, that it would just be? Yeah, just be Pikachu? that. Or just Mareep today? Yeah. I, I mean, I would be okay if it were just Mareep because my reasoning for this is I'm not clicking on anything else. I'm not looking at literally anything else See, the I entire was. time I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, I am. I don't care about anything but the Mareep at that at that point. Like, for three hours, I don't care about anything but Mareep. I can look at the other things I'm gonna, I'm gonna outside of that three-hour window. You got real excited when we saw that wild Lapras. I, I got I excited think, for K. I because think everyone got excited for that Lapras. Listen, we heard other groups in the mall go. They, they were excited. A Lapras. I personally not as excited about it because I have a Lapras. Yeah. My excitement about things in Pokemon Go in almost two years, no one's ever seen a wild directly <laughs> correlates with if I have it, if I need it, or if it's just something that I want at the moment. So, like, if I have a Lapras, which I do. I didn't care about that much about it. In my head, I'm like, I really want more Mareep because I want more shiny Mareep. I want more opportunities to get shiny Mareep. But we were talking about this yesterday with Kay, and Kay, I knew Kay didn't have a Lapras. So when I saw the Lapras, I was excited because he's trying to finish, you're trying to finish your Kanto decks, and this was one of the ones you needed. And it was cool to see, it is cool to see a, a Lapras in the wild. But at that, in my own head at that time, I'm like, where are those pink sheep at? Because that's all I care about. <laughs> but at what point does, like, there there is a point where, not, okay, so like, obviously shiny Pokemon are not worth anything, especially yeah. in Go. Spoiler alert. There, there's like, no yeah. monetary value on shiny Pokemon. <laughs> there, like, at a point, it becomes, like, saturated, right? And I think a good example was with the birthday hat Pikachu. Like, we had so many birthday hat Pikachu that was just like, okay, like, I need to start transferring these. So, where, do, where does that fall with shiny? Where, like, you have so many shiny, you go, like, my box space is more valuable, air quote, valuable than the, the, the shinies because they're taking up too much space. Like, right now, I have 1,500 spots. 500 are probably some form of a hat Pikachu. I have no doubts that with added generations, they're probably going to add box space like i feel like that's probably gonna happen like storage space yeah, like we're not it, gonna be capped at 1500 forever but if you go out and you get maybe 25 shinies yeah of let's say the four last community events it's a hundred of your box spaces that you're so doing it i have a living version of every pokemon that i can catch currently so, so aside from ones that i haven't caught yet or i haven't evolved yet right but it's close to all of them I'm missing probably maybe 10, 10 to 15 total. Yeah. And I have a good handful of shinies at this point. And I have a lot of Pikachu of various hats that I keep. <laughs> I try to keep. This is my system. This is my madness. I try to keep six of each like special thing. So like Plusel and Minon, I try to have six of those. Uh, Sviper, Solrock, keep six of those. Because... In my own head, which I know is not true, I'm like, if I ever get an opportunity to trade these, yeah, then I'll have enough that I can keep some for myself and I can trade others for the other things, which that's, I know that's dumb, but that's just, <laughs> that's just how I function in the game. Yeah. Uh, no, that's, and I'm probably reasonably in the, in the range of like 
600 650 is where i max out on bag space or on storage space when i'm not catching things so like today i got to probably what did i catch like 200 mareep in total i got to i maxed out at like 800 900 and i still have 600 more spots for bag space like oh man i'm always at i don't know how though how are you at that what do you what do you have that's taking up all that space? Probably Pikachu. It's those Pikachu. It that's has to what be it is. Pikachu. So the difference though there is that the frustration with the birthday hat Pikachu is that you have to transfer those one at a time. The same as with shiny though. They Rather will, than they will like alert you. You can't you can't mass trade shinies right. either. But I can mass trade two hundred Mareep. <laughs> I can't mass trade two hundred birthday hat Pikachu. <laughs> I have to do those one at a time. So I was probably in the same boat as you or close to like I'm I'm getting close to maxing out on bag space but I sat down one night and took the like 3 hours or whatever to yeah. transfer 200 birthday hat Pikachu one by one. No, I agree. I'm just saying like if you get 25 let's say just say you get 25 shinies per event. Yeah. There's 12 events a year now. Yeah. So what are we at like 300 300 shinies out of 1500? Plus 300 for the decks. That's 600. Plus 300 hat Pikachu of some <laughs> form. That's 900. Plus just random shinies you would find. Like at some point, you're going to have to be like, birthday hat Pikachu, you got to go. I got six of you, but I'm I'm cutting it down to four at this point. Yeah. Or like, well, hey, shiny Dratini, I have 30 of you, but I'm going to have to cut five of you. Obviously, and they're going to probably and Mewtwo's, and you know, like you're not transferring Mewtwo's, probably, probably not. Well, can you transfer Mewtwo? Yeah, you can. Oh, well, technically, you only have fourteen hundred and ninety nine spaces because you're not transferring. You can't transfer Mew. That's true. If you catch it, you have to. Uh, you, you, ha- you have to catch yeah. it. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you don't do it, you don't have to. That's catch true. It. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's a good you point. You could just not activate it, which happened to Becky today. Got her Mew in the middle of community day. <laughs> Didn't realize that she was activating the catch phase and uh, stood there for about 10 minutes trying to figure out how to do it. <laughs> Going back to what you said a few minutes ago about um, how Pikachu, the first one was Pikachu. Everything was really uh, strictly Pikachu. Yeah. Everything turned into Pikachu. I think they might have realized that some people might not be playing for community day after that. And they don't want to just catch Pikachu. It, you're you're right. It so, could be like they caught enough Pikachu to get a Raichu maybe for the first time, or they caught one shiny and they're not insane like Micah and myself and everyone else we play with. Yeah, and they get one and they're like, okay, I'm done. Right, going home. Like not everyone's playing for Community Day. All that you know. They might not even know about Community Day. Listen, it's only for three hours. They can I, I back off until I get all I my. I understand sh- that, but <laughs> no, you're right. That's the I. Yeah. You're, that's totally right. But I like other Pokemon in the instance of like last Community Day. I didn't have a Soul Rock, and it was like a really cool thing. Just like this Community Day, seeing Lapras was really cool. Like, yeah, yeah. There are those little moments of like where we didn't get that with Pikachu. It was like, oh, it's nothing but Pikachu. Yeah, it's <laughs> Here's the way- other thing. In my head with Lapras, why I'm like not super excited about it is because I don't need candy for it. There's nothing that it evolves into in future generations. Powered up though, which I'm like really working on right now. Give me the Electabuzz, give me the Magmar. I'm prepping for those, those, those third evolutions of things. 
Yeah, and you'll probably continue prepping because there'll be some item that you can only get once a week. Yeah. And you'll spin things for like 20 weeks before you get that one electivizer thing to yep. attach. You're right. I think Gen 4 could be coming soon. And I'll still get 10 dragon scales before I get anything else. <laughs> I have, like, 15. <laughs> it's only used for one Pokemon. <laughs> well, I think that's it. Community Day was a hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then- as far as Community Day goes for you, though, this was the first one ever that you went out for? First one ever I went out for. Oh. Was there a specific reason you didn't do the first three? Like, uh, because I will say, before you answer, they give you three weeks, usually, ahead of time. Like, by the time this episode goes up, I bet... Within 24 hours, they will announce the next community today. Yeah. So I do think they do a really good job at like, hey, this three-hour event is happening in three weeks. You have plenty of time to plan. But okay, now go ahead. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, I can understand that. Um, I just never really felt the need to go out for any of the community days. Now I that just, you have the like shiny bug, though, is this? Yeah, are you gonna go out yeah, for? Yeah, I'm definitely going out next time. Was it even the shiny bug, what though, or was it just like doing it and seeing other people doing it? It it was doing it and seeing other people doing it. It was it, like it if was you would have got it one was, shiny, would you would you have been salty? Maybe I wanted <laughs> at least three. Okay, to, you know, complete each evolution. Yeah, but um, if I wouldn't have, it would have been all right. Whatever. But I uh, seeing everybody out there playing it and enjoying and having fun, everybody talking to each other, that's what this game was about. Yeah. To get everybody out and interacting with each other and playing together, and that's it right there. I'd say probably the most exercise I get in a month is the three <laughs> hours I'm walking around a mall for community day. <laughs> I really like it. Yeah, it's fun. Really good. I look forward to this every month, and I almost, almost... Didn't get to do it. Kay and I were uh, real scared about... We went to dinner the night before Midwest Gaming Classic, and Kay and I went downtown. We did a loop to get some stops to get some balls, and uh, I had a Bulbasaur on screen in my game, and then we drove across the city to where we were going to go. I just turned my phone off and put it in my little compartment. And then when we got to where we were going, the Bulbasaur was still on my screen, and I was like, oh, I'll give it a shot, see if I can catch it. And I caught it, and then I got soft banned. Yeah, or whatever they call it. Yeah, whatever it is that they call it, where you, it, everything was just running away. And we're sitting at this table in this restaurant, and Steve goes, you got shadow banned. Which <laughs> is a slightly so, different. See you in two weeks. Yeah. And that was probably, because I look forward to Community Day so much, I was... For that, like, five minutes that I thought I wasn't going to be able to play for it, I was so distraught yeah. internally. So, soft band or whatever you want to call it. It's also, it exists in Pokemon Go, it also exists in Ingress. But what it means, or what, what happens, ultimately, is you can't catch anything. Even, Mike, at one point, what was it, like a Wurmple or a yeah. Caterpie? Yeah. Golden razzed it and Ultra Balled it. Popped out after the first shake and ran. Yeah, and so everything ran for probably 20 minutes, and then you were fine. Yeah. So what the game is trying to do is it thinks you're changing locations too fast. So because he got the Bulbasaur in an area, then drove across town, and then decided to catch it, it was like, wait. Yeah. You're way... This is not where you originally encountered this. Right. So the game was like, no, stop for 20 minutes. We need to figure this out. Yeah. And then it caught up. Which it's it's good that they do that, I think, but yeah, 
Well, clearly spoofers don't have that much of an issue. <laughs> but I'm assuming it's because of to stop that. Right. To stop of yeah. cheating in some form. Yep. I'm sure it is. But that was some stress. Yeah. All right. Well, no Pokemon of the Week this week. I think we'll just we'll do it there. Pokemon of the Week is Mareep in everyone's hearts. Yeah. It's a sheep. It's pink when it's shiny. Yeah. It evolves into Flaffy and then Ampharos. What? Really? If you evolve it into Ampharos on Community Day between 1 p.m. Central Time and 4 p.m. Central Time, it gets Dragon Pulse. I have a really good Target Pokemon game story, but we'll save it maybe for next time. What? With the the Guess Who game. Oh, yeah. Talking to that machine for like 10 minutes (laughs) at Target. (laughs) Uh, We'll save that for next time, though. Uh, Kay, thank you for being on. Thank you for having me. Uh, where can do you want people to find you? Sure. I mean, I think I already <laughs> told them at the beginning of the show. Okay. But, uh, it's at KC Street on Twitter, and uh, that's basically it. K A Y K A Y C, the letter C, Street S T R E E T. Okay. Yeah. All right, Micah. Hey, I'm on the Twitter at Micah the Brave. I'm also on a weekly Monster Hunter podcast called The Carve. <laughs> I heard you can bone up over there. Yeah, you can. You can bone up on monsters, hunting monsters, carving monsters, and all things Monster Hunter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dragging a Lake. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Pokemon Podcast. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. Leave us a review in iTunes. That's the thing I say. Yeah. Uh, like us on Facebook. I haven't said that in a while. Who uses Facebook? You want your data stolen? Uh, I'll, I'll sell your data. No, I don't. Uh, if you-, you want your data stolen, like us on Facebook. Yep. All right, and um, keep on hunting those <laughs> monsters. Keep on hunting those Mareeps. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Should be normal episode now that con season is over. This week was Midwest Gaming Classic. Last week was PAX. Week before was planning for all of this. We should be normalized next week, so you should hear, hear Will. Maybe we'll grab Al or, or uh, Rochelle to be on, or maybe somebody new. And before Will is on next week, everybody tweet at him. At Wash in the Sink, uh-huh. and tell him that he's incorrect for hating Gurren Lagan. I don't know what that is. That's it's true. one of the best anime of all time. Okay, it's really good. Gurren, Gurren, Gurren Lagan, Lagan. Gurren Lagan. No, right. That's Gur- the pronunciation. Gundam no, Lagoon. Gurren, Lagan. <laughs> That's how you say it. I'm I'm not interested in this anymore. <laughs> What's that Pokemon's name again? This has been another episode of. <laughs> The Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Shiny Marie. Okay. Super Effective was created and produced by me, Steve Black Jr. Logo and artwork were also created by me. The music on ISC was created by Nicholas Burgess. 
If you enjoy ISE, consider leaving a review in Apple Podcast or just tell a fellow friend about the show. ISE is my current job right now, and I need all the support I can get to keep doing it weekly. If you'd like to support ISE, you can do so on Patreon. You can support me by heading over to ISE.cash. For as little as $2 a month, you'll gain access to our Slack community where you can battle, trade, and chat with other trainers. And for $5 a month, you'll gain access to our bonus anime podcast. A quick shout out to our producers of this show, which include Robert, Kevin, Mason, Kay, and Cygnus. Thank you all for listening.